0: Good morning, welcome to Sunday morning service here at uh, Peace Lutheran and also at Elam Lutheran. And uh, I wanted to first start off by saying welcome uh, and thank you all. Uh, first I wanted to start to thank um, Elam Lutheran in Lake Stevens for the last two years and for, uh, for the time that was spent there. And uh, I thank you so much for allowing us to uh, To go on to the next ministry that God has for us here at Peace Lutheran in Saint Saint Francis, Kansas. Thank you. We uh, thank you for the prayers, everybody, and both in in Washington and also here in Kansas and also all over the country. Uh, It was a long drive, uh, but we made it, and uh, we thank you for the prayers. We thank you for all those that helped load, help those that unloaded, and all the blessings. That have come this way and uh, continue prayer and support uh, as, as we go through this uh, this time. As you see behind me is uh, the sanctuary at, uh, at at Peace Lutheran here in St. Francis, and uh, as you see, it is it is empty this morning on Palm Sunday. And uh, but I wanted to come and and share the good news with you and also uh, spend some time just worshiping together. So if you would, would you please bow with me for a word of prayer? O Lord, our Maker and Redeemer and Comforter, we are assembled all over this this country, and we are in your presence to hear your Holy Word. We pray that you will open our hearts to your Holy Spirit, and that through the preaching of your Word, we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe in Jesus' life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us, for Christ's sake. Amen. As we continue, let's go ahead and and right where you are, let's confess our holy faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ his only son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven, and is seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from where he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Again, I thank you for coming and joining us this morning, and I thank you for the times that we can share together. But I guess what I'd like to, to start off with is uh, I'm sorry that I'm in a polo shirt today. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm, it's very comfortable being in a polo shirt. But I uh, still haven't found my clothes yet. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are here today uh, in the house of the Lord to worship Him. And uh, I just wanted to start with saying that, uh, that God is in control. As I have traveled from the West Coast now to the Midwest... Uh, and I've seen a lot of stuff in the last few days. Heard a lot of things. Uh, been through a lot of things, uh, both my, myself and my family. And I know all of you have too. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting to is that today, I, you know, when I was trying to figure out what God wanted me to talk about today, it, it really struck home that that on this Palm Sunday, the Palm Sunday that where Jesus wrote in and fulfilled prophecy. But also continued to do exactly what his father told him to do. And so I said, you know, what better thing than to look at being imitators or press on and stand firm in Jesus Christ? And we're going to focus this morning on Philippians chapter 3, verse 17 through verse 4, chapter 4, verse 1. And uh, we're going to take a look at those things, but I, I'm going to ask you the last. I know we've been in quarantine for a while, or, or you've been uh, in, in in homes. I know some people have been in longer than others, but as I sit and I think of all the things that, that we can get stressed about, or that we can get uh, uneasy, or feeling of 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 discomfort, or have anxiety or stress, I think of what we fill our minds with, okay? And so, I know we turn on the radio, or we listen to the... To the television, or, or read newspaper, or whatever, uh, and we are influenced very much, influenced very much by this world, by the media, and uh, and sometimes we fall we fall into a trap of of imitating what we're fed, and I want to share with you something that will feed you today. It's from this book right here. It's from God's holy word, and it is true inerrant and infallible from cover to cover it teaches us and trains us uh, it, it shows us exactly what God is trying to teach us and mold us into and that is to be able to press on and stand firm for Jesus Christ so as we see in this in this passage of scripture in Philippians chapter 3 Philippi was a very small city on the main highway east and west it's a full day's walk from Neapolis a city on the coast and travelers from all types would often visit. We're thinking of philosophers and tourists and people that bring the news, entertainers, even fugitives uh, and many others. Visitors by, by uh, visitation by outsiders was, was not only the main source of news from the outside world, but it was the main source of ideas. These travelers were, were what we would be considered like as television or the internet today. They would tell things and relate visions of other perspectives, and people loved to talk to travelers and question them. Because they were sources of novelty, people, especially young people, would become enamored with them and would imitate them, or at least identify with what they were saying. They would stimulate the imagination and function and function much the way that movies and television or internet would, would do in our lives today. But here, we're going to take a look at Paul, who warns us against being attracted by such travelers, passing through, passing fancies, and he draws three contrasts to these five verses. First, between friends and enemies of the cross of Jesus Christ. Second, between those who set their minds on earthly things and those devoted to heavenly things, and third, between our present limited bodies and the glorify, our glorified body to come. Paul recognizes the propensity of people to imitate others. Do we do that? I think we do. We all learn best or understand when we do, when we go out and do it after we watched. Imitate, mock. So he says, if one must imitate, then imitate him and others like him because he, Im- he imitates Jesus Christ. The idea of imitating someone who pops into town one day and pops out or on a TV or the internet screen is, is risky and ultimately bad. Intimate, imitating people whom you have lived with and seen tested over a long period of time rather than the latest to come down the pike or the information highway. So let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 3 starting at verse 17 and let's first read just verse 17 and 18 and again reading in Jesus name 17 and 18 where we read not that I seek the gift itself but I seek for the profit which increases to your account. but I have received everything in full nope sorry that was chapter 4 chapter 3 I was like oh, that's not what we're reading okay here it sorry it is. Here it is. Chapter 3, verse 17. Brethren, follow in example, follow it follow in join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you even weeping, they are enemies of the cross of Christ. Okay, this is an awesome claim that Paul is so confident in himself that he does not teach as many others do. He does not say, do as I say, but not as I do. He says, imitate me. That means, do as I do. Not a whole lot of us uh, folks can, can recommend that to others, can we? But he does not stop here. He says, or imitate others who imitate me. As we think of, of, of Paul saying those very words, we would expect that he would have said something like this, uh, that he said in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Be imitators of me, just as I am of Christ. That is, of course, what he meant. In fact, he did the same in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 16, where he says, Be imitators of me. But there he admits the reference to his own model, which is Jesus Christ. Paul is saying to those prone to follow anybody... To, is, Paul is saying to those prone to follow anybody who sounds good or looks good, that they would follow people who do good, like himself. Or like Timothy, who he was training. Or anyone else who is faithful to the crucified and risen Lord Jesus Christ. This same Jesus Christ that in Palm Sunday came into Jerusalem and people were waving and wanting to be around him. They wanted to be and to be near Jesus Christ. Paul is now, after the fact, saying, I want you to do the same thing because I have been with him. I know you have not seen him or you have not heard him, but I can show you exactly what it was like to be like Jesus. But as he focused his life on being like Christ, so would they the gospel may not have not yet have been in in circulation so paul could not tell them to read the bible to see what jesus was like therefore he urged them to imitate him as i think of of how we learn i think of my father i love my dad you all know that you've all heard me talk about my mother and my father many many times and my father is an amazing man of god My mother is an amazing woman of God, and they have both taught me, and my brother and my sister, and all of our family, what it means to be Christ-like, what it means to be a follower and a minister of Christ. And when I think of how we learn and how we go out then, is because we've seen it, we've watched it. We have been taken by the hand and said, let me show you. In this time of trial, where we have to be minimum six feet away from each other, we cannot worship together. We we, we can't even be really in the same room together. We get lonely. We miss that time of being able to see this is what it's like to have faith. And here Paul is making a, 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 a very desperate measure to say, I want you to understand and to look at the example that I'm giving you because I was taught by Jesus Christ. Like I said, Paul could not tell people to follow his example. It is, is a testimony to his character. I need you. He needs you. God, Jesus needs you to do the same. What kind of follower would a new Christian become if he or she imitated you? Here we see a very, 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 very positive, a very beautiful thing where we see he's telling us to press on. To press on and to to have faith and to learn from his example. Let's keep going to to verse 19. Verse 19 says, Whose end is destruction. We're talking about those who are imitators of those of 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 the world. Those end in destruction, whose God is their appet- whose God is their appetite, and whose glory is their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. He's saying here, do not be of this world. Do not follow the imitator and, and imitate those that we see in this world. We see in this world right now, we see fear. We see anxiety. We see uh, uh, trepidation. Uh, we are not called to, to, be, to be timid, but to have faith in Jesus Christ. This verse here, verse 19, gives us some, some buzzwords here. Destruction, appetite, shame, earthly things. Speaking from the eternal and heavenly perspective, Paul describes what is really going on in lives of those, the, the enemies of the cross. They might think that they are doing what is right in in indulging their impulses, but they are really engaging in destructive, sabotaging behavior, and it will catch up with them in the end. If, if 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 their hunger symbolizes, which is their their appetite, tells me tells them what to do, and and they engage in drugs and food and sex and money money sprees and at whims and and these then these are what God should be. What, what, what God should be to them is not. They're saying, what he's saying is, these are all the things. You should be focused on Jesus Christ. You should be focused on what God has on the heavenly things instead of all these earthly things. All these things that we are being pushed to. Things that are taking away from focusing on the cross. Things that are taking away instead of instead of going into this book and asking Jesus what, what what he wants to teach us, we turn on the tube, or we get online, or on our phone, and try and hide for a little while because of this world, the money, the destructive behavior the appetites, that was their God. Is that our God? What they claim to be proud, what they claim to be proud of is is really shaming them, destroying them, and worse, tempting others to imitate them. You know, I I, I was listening to the radio uh, driving this this last few days. And as we were driving a... I uh, listened listening to, uh, to a, a news station and, and they were giving all these stats now about uh, domestic violence and, and about uh, alcohol abuse and drug abuse and all these things that uh, I, I was... Uh, one, one, one report was that uh, the lawyers uh, in a certain area of our country can't keep up with the, those that want to file divorce because they've been together too long. Guys, gals, church, with this epidemic, this pandemic right now, the devil is going absolutely crazy. He's trying to destroy us. He's trying to have us imitate this world. He's doing everything in his power. I think it's rather... I don't want to say a coincidence... But isn't it funny how this is all happening over Lenten season, over Easter? The devil is doing everything he can to rip the church apart, to take us away from Jesus Christ, take us away from the hand of God. But the thing that he doesn't realize, God never leaves us nor forsakes us. He is always with us, even until the end of the age. And Paul here is teaching us to not be imitators of this world. For now, we're going back to this passage. Their minds are totally fixated on the present moment. And what their feelings are announcing, even shouting, must be done. Indulge in, paid homage to. Does that sound like something that maybe we're going through? Their minds are preoccupied. This translation of Paul's words, important words for attitude, the Greek word is phronion, okay? Phronion, he he will shortly recommend the eternal attitude, the outlook, the perspective, and the uh, interpretive principle. For now, he characterizes these negatives as an earthly attitude. In other places, he used the words flesh to mean essentially the same thing. Paul then gets really tough. He gets really tough with, with those who lived in, and pleased their own appetite, who believed so strongly in the greatness to become slaves, to cry. What a horrible, what horrible people must these must be. So concerned with earthly trivia that during worship their minds wandered, or so consumed with work that worship is inconvenient or so busy planning the next party or the next event that there is no time for prayer Paul Paul says they're headed for destruction because they can they can think about in this life they can only think about what's on this life on this earth there's there's a couple couple of verses I want to point you at today Romans 12 verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2, where it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove that the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And then if you can, jump over to John, chapter 18, verse 36. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. I don't think I need to say another word about that. Jesus Christ is in control. Jesus Christ is going to the cross has gone to the cross to pay our price, to pay the price of our sin. And that he is not of this world. And he's telling us to us, do not be of this world. Be of mine. Which brings us to the very last point, verse 20, 21, and verse 1, where we read uh, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform the body of our humble state into conforming with the body of his glory, but the exhortation of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord, my beloved." who I cannot wait to see, who I cannot wait to spend time with, who I cannot wait to be with. Stand firm. Stand firm in Jesus Christ. Citizens of the Roman colony were expected to promote the interest of Rome and mainly the dignity of the city. In the same way, we as citizens of heaven are to promote its interest on earth and to lead lives worthy of heavenly citizenship. Too many Christians too, too many Christians have failed to transfer their citizenship to heaven. They still see earthly pleasures and treasures instead of heavenly ones. Here Paul told the Col- the, 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 the Colossians to remember their citizenship of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. I'm asking you, where does your citizenship lie? The phrase, weak mortal bodies, does not imply any negative attitudes towards our human bodies. However, the body we will receive when we are raised from the dead will be gloriously like Jesus Christ's resurrection body. Those who struggle with pain, I think we all know who they are. I think pretty much every person that's listening to my, to my voice right now, physical ailments, disabilities, guess what? Can have wonderful hope in the resurrection. So, how do we stay true to Jesus Christ? This refers to what Paul's just taught in verse 20 and 21 The way to stay true is to keep our eyes on Jesus. Remember that this world is not our home and to focus on the fact that Jesus Christ brings everything under his control. Staying true means steadfastly resisting the negative influences of temptation, false teachings, and persecution. It requires preserve it requires us to be strong to pursue Persevere when we are challenged or oppressed. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. God promises to give us strength of character. When the Holy Spirit help with the Holy Spirit's help, and with the help of other believers, guess what? You can stay true to Jesus Christ. How does He do this? You know, today is a day where most churches would be having communion. What is communion? It's a means of grace. It's a means of grace. The means of grace, again, is the vehicle in which God shows his grace, his mercy, and his love. They are first through the word of God, the true and inerrant inspired word of God. Then it's through the sacraments of the altar, communion, and sacraments of baptism. Church, Jesus loves you. He wants to show you his grace, his mercy, and his love. He then wants you to be able to take it to the streets and to share it with everybody. Be imitators of Jesus Christ. As we are in this time of of time out, I guess, time out where we have to Uh, social distance for now, there will be a time where we'll be able to come back together, together again. But as of right now, I'm asking each one of you to reach out to somebody, to reach out to tell them you love them, to pray with them, to encourage them. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Please join me in a a closing prayer and the Lord's Prayer. Father God in heaven, I come before you and I thank you and I praise you for how you work in our lives and how you protect us, how you help us to uh, persevere, how you provide for us, and how you fill us with your spirit, Lord Jesus. I thank you and I praise you. I love you, Lord. I love you. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you for the lessons. I thank you for your presence in all of our lives. Please join me in the prayer that Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord.